Welcome to Third Angle, where you find us racing to the podium with solar power. I'm your host, Paul Haynes, from industrial software company PTC. In this podcast, we share the moments where digital transforms physical and meet the brilliant minds behind some of the most innovative products around the world, each powered by PTC technology. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know that I'm a big motor racing fan. But one race I've yet to have the privilege of seeing is the World Solar Challenge, first held in 1987 when it was won by the Sunracer from General Motors. The current champions of that race are the Inoptus Solar Team, founded 20 years ago by a team of engineering students from Leuven University. They set out to build the very first Belgian solar car, the Umicar 1, and took on the challenge of a 3,021km endurance race through the Australian outback. Today, and 10 solar cars later, they are sponsored by PTC partner Inoptus, who are part of the 4ITGO group, and are at the top of their game, having won the last two world challenges. Teamwork, collaboration, and some very bright minds are key to their success, helping them come up with some innovative design and engineering features like the rotating fin that harnesses the power of the wind to help push the car along. We sent our producer, Vaderik Debacker, to the team headquarters in Leuven, Belgium, to meet head of engineering Jonas and mechanical engineer Jasper two students who are part of the current team. They talk about the challenge involved with building and racing a solar car, what motivates them and why they think their highly efficient solar-powered motor should get Elon Musk's attention. So I'm Jonas, I'm the head of mechanics from the Inoptus Solar team and I'm also a student studying industrial engineering as well. So last year, around March, I applied to become a member of the Solar Team. Yeah, it's just an opportunity that you can get to work with other 12 members that are highly motivated also. And just the opportunity we got to work on a car ourselves. And I'm very happy to be here right now. So as you can see, it's quite a long car. It's like five meters long quite sm small as well, only having three wheels. So uh, today we are in our uh, workshop from the Inoptus Solar team. So it's in the centrum of Leuven and yeah, here we work on the car, we build things, we assemble it and everything is also stored here. We also have a clean room to work on more exotic things that can't be damaged and yeah, it's just an amazing place. Hello, I'm uh, Jasper, I'm 22 years old and I'm a mechanical engineer at the Anoptos Solar team. In 2019, I started my studying career in, in Leuven and there, there was a big screen at the start of my career where the uh, World Solar Challenge was on a live feed from the team and yeah, it blew my mind how, how it worked and, and it became a, a goal to be part of the team. And, yeah, that was, that was my main purpose during my studies, to, to study hard to be part of the team. It, it brings so much joy in doing it and, and so much experience and uh, yeah, 
just the learning curve in the solar team is amazing. I've learned so much more than I've learned over my studies the past four years. And bringing everything that you studied into practice is something that you don't always get in, in studies. You get labs, but this is the real stuff and this is the real world. And being able to do that here is it's, it's so great. In 2004, there was a, a documentary on, on national television about the solar challenge in Australia. And there were some students from the campus, Group T, in, here in Leuven, uh, who thought, yes, we want to do that as well. So they started to assemble a team to ask for permission from the university. So there it, it started. And over the years, every two years, there, there is a new car built. And in the beginning, it's quite a challenge to even finish a solar challenge. Yeah, the car wasn't reliable enough. So after a few years, we started building on a more reliable car. And then we saw, yeah, if you look at our achievements, at our positions, at where we finish races, we started climbing in, in the ranks. We became fifth, we became third, we became second. And then in 2019, we became first for the first time. And now we are not, we are trying to be unbeaten. As a team, we mostly participate in two types of races. Uh, the main one where we where we four built the car is the World Solar Challenge in Australia. And that's a race where we drive as fast as possible, 3,021 kilometers. We start at eight o'clock in the morning uh, and we drive till uh, five o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, at five o'clock we stop and we camp at the side of the road uh, where the car has stopped. Um, so we do it as fast as possible. This year we did it in uh, four days and two hours. Uh, and then we have South Africa. It's an eight-day long race. And each day you can see it as an as an stage race, actually. Uh, so in the end, it's not the person who finished the who crossed the finish line first, but the person who uh, did the most kilometers in those eight days. So welcome to our workplace in the center of Leuven. So we're going to take you on a little bit of a tour. So first of all, when you enter, we've got like quite a long hallway where we can park our cars and our trailer. So during working times, they are just standing here. But when we go to events, we take them out. Like now, there is a lot of room because we are having an event later today. On the right, there is also uh, what we call the dust uh, cave. Uh, it's where we do all our uh, things that uh, produce a, lo a lot of uh, chemical dust, uh, like sawing or cutting uh, carbon fiber. Uh, so it's an area where you don't go in without protection uh, due to uh, health uh, issues. Uh, and that's why it's, uh, there is a dedicated uh, room for it. Also, you can see we have some fridges laying around. Yeah, it's always why do a solar team have three fridges standing there at quite a low temperature. That's to store our carbon fiber. So we are using pre-packed carbon fiber to build our solar car and to make sure that it doesn't go bad, we need to store it at a very low temperature. So as you can see, they are just rolls, open rolls with carbon fiber in them. And then we cut those parts out 
do specific shapes and then we make it into a mold, cure it in an oven, and then you get finished parts out of it. Got all against the because it's very cold, it's like minus 30, 30 degrees. <laughs> so when you want to start working, you first need to take it out, let it rust a little bit so you can handle it because otherwise your hands you can lose some fingers, I would say. So if you go a little bit further, I think it's the most beautiful view of our working place. It's actually completely open. We've got some office space to the right side and then our cars in the middle. At this moment, there's only one car, our nine solar car here, because our tent is still coming back from our race. And I think we can go to that car because it's the, the best piece of the whole workplace, I would say. Without it, we wouldn't be here. Uh, it's quite a challenge uh, to get in. Now, now the, the car is open, so the, the possibility to get in the car is it's much, much bigger. But when the solar panel is uh, closed during a race, there is only a narrow gap to get into the car. Yeah. About, yeah, what well, will it be 30 centimeters where you have to push your uh, body through. Uh, pilots jump out of the car in less than 15 seconds. That's a, a safety requirement from the from the race organization. But yeah, there. I think every pilot is also possible is also capable of going into the car in less than 15 seconds and drive away. So before you can get inside of the car, there are quite a few things you need to do. You need to take everything out of your pockets, remove your watch or any other things you have on you because they can damage the solar cells or the car. Another thing is you need to remove your normal shoes. During the race, sometimes we wear racing shoes and those we can wear, but I don't have them here. So I'm just in my socks. And then to get inside of the car, it's quite a maneuver. First and foremost, you need to tilt the steering wheel up so you get a little bit more room. And then to get inside, you take the space that protects your head. You shimmy yourself as low as possible to get the center of gravity as low as possible. Put the steering wheel down. Take on your seatbelt and then you can drive. So to become a driver, there are quite a few challenges. First and foremost, you need to fit inside of the car. That's challenge one. Challenge two is you need to weigh less than 65 kilos. So getting below that are for some people impossible and for some it's still a challenge. A driver license is necessary and then quite a lot of motivation is required. Having good driving skills, being sportive, having a good condition because driving a car for four hours in Australia and in South Africa for only two hours. It's still quite difficult, it's quite hot, so you need to be prepared for those situations as well. So even our pilots have to train for that. And one amazing way we do that is we go to a sauna and we set up a simulator there, drive in the sauna, in the simulator. Normally if you go to a sauna, you sit in there for like 15 minutes or so. We are driving inside the sauna for like a few hours to simulate race conditions. It's quite an experience.
Yeah, so when we were moving more to the back, there is the, the, the end of the car. There is one more wheel. Uh, inside there is a, a motor. The motor is made by ourselves and has a, an efficiency higher than uh, 98%, which we are doing much better than the motors of Elon Musk. Uh, we're still waiting on an invitation of him, but it's not coming. And there is our secret weapon, the weapon that was introduced in 2022 in South Africa. Uh, it's what we call the fin, and the fin creates a sailing effect when put out of the car, uh, a sailing effect of the, the wind, uh, where we get an extra push for the wind. So the fin is now collapsing the car, but uh, when with the push of the button, uh, it comes out of the car. And so it's the, the function of the fin can be compared with the, the sail of a sailboat, but adds also an extra amount of stability. It's still a static fin, so the fin cannot ro rotate. Uh, but in 2023, we introduced a rotating fin, so we can optimize the angle of the fin to the angle of the wind where it's coming from. And with that, we have won the Innovation Award at the World so Bridgestone World Solar Challenge in 2023. And that's something that our team strives to, to win that Innovation Award every year. I think we have won it now four times or three times. To the end of the car there is also a license plate. The license plate is necessary because we drive on, on public roads during our race and in, in that uh, license plate there is also a camera and that's because we don't have side mirrors uh, to look behind us but we look uh, behind us with a camera. Uh, the side mirrors are uh, we don't have them due to the high amount of uh, drag it will uh, introduce. Uh, and actually, a, a fun fact, we always say that uh, the amount of drag that, that our car produces is equal to the amount of drag that the side mirror of a normal car in, uh, introduces. The car weighs with battery and without a driver 170 kilograms. So a gust of wind can take the car off the road and, and that sometimes happens during the race. Fortunately, this didn't happen with us in, in 2023. But we had, a, we had a spin in 20, 2019 where there was luckily a, a professional race driver in our car driving at that moment. The car was picked up by a, a, yeah, what we call a wheelie wheelie. It's a small tornado that is very local. Yeah, the car spun for uh, two times and luckily landed back on his, on his, on his tires. And we could drive, still drive, but that could happen during the race. I'm Xavier Werbroek, I'm the CEO of the Faraitigo Group, which is the group on top of Enoptus and Infinite. Infinite uh, uh, gave the name to the new car and Enoptus is the main sponsor. Um, the car is important first of all because uh, we are in a complete energy transition and uh, we definitely need to make sure that um, innovation is, is driving our future. Uh, but on the other hand, um, what is important to me is that we support students, which will be the entrepreneurs of the future. Let's say we are baptizing them as, as the entrepreneurs of the, of the future. What is also important, the way how we are doing uh, knowledge transfer from team to team, for instance, 
is really special because every 12 months a lot of knowledge needs to be transferred. This is something that in a company typically is not every 12 months. So we need to be more efficient in that way also the solar team. So and we can bring a kind of stability inside because we are long-term partners. So we gain, we have the knowledge from year over year over year. But the way how they handle as a student team uh, the knowledge transfer, I can say that a lot of companies could learn a lot how to transfer knowledge inside a company. Uh, if we want to grow our business, we continuously need uh, new people in the company. And uh, there are a lot of people in our company with 10, 15, 20 years of experience. But uh, these younger people are also uh, bringing a new spirit into the company. So we are a user case for companies. We try to test new things like solar panels that are not on the market yet. But we see as a team see that those technologies, after we test them, got implemented in, in the market. So our solar cells that we have used five years ago are now the solar cells on your roof. And as well with our, our motor that is so efficient, we think that these types of motors will be, will be mass produced uh, in the future in five years. I think uh, one of the lessons you can take from it is that working together is very important. And when you design, listen to people that has done it before you. Because sometimes you have ideas, but they have done or had the same idea maybe before you and they can tell you if it's still a good idea or you should change something. Because sometimes in your mind, one thing seems very good, but maybe you need to look in another direction. So getting feedback from them is like the most important thing, I think, from all our 20 years of building solar car. Try to dream big. Don't be afraid to uh, try to achieve something big. Elon Musk call us. Uh... <laughs>
Um, so really, really fantastic improvement in license administration. But, you know, let's face it, the real challenge with the Anoptis Solar Team is the fact that this is a highly optimized, highly engineered uh, vehicle that is literally world-class in terms of its performance. And that takes very, very tight collaboration amongst various experts on the team that have specialties like mechanical design folks, uh, maybe computational fluid dynamics folks, uh, and so forth. And this is where the second significant benefit of Creo Plus comes into play. We now have a much more dynamic collaboration environment for design engineers that are working on the same assembly, like, say, an entire solar car assembly. Uh, these, the working methods with Creo Plus allow for an entire team to work on the same design all at the same time to see one another's updates dynamically as those updates are made. Uh, and to um, uh, make sure, in fact, that no one is working on the same data at the same time, but to also allow them to collaborate very, very dynamically, much more dynamically than they would if they were manually checking information in and out of windshield, which is effective. But, uh, you know, we find that with students that grew up with technology, they have a predisposition to want to work highly dynamically, highly interactively. And in fact, that's exactly the way Creo Plus was built. And so this highly dynamic, highly interactive environment that we have with our collaboration environment in Creo Plus, I think is going to really serve the Anoptis team really well and make them even more effective than they, uh, than they obviously already are. Huge thanks to Jonas and Jasper for showing us around the Anoptis Solar Team Garage in Leuven. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our bi-weekly Third Angle episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow PTC on LinkedIn and X for future episodes. This is an 1860 production for PTC. Executive producer is Jackie Cook. Recording by Vaderick DeBacker. Sound design and editing by Clarissa Maycock. And music by Rowan Bishop.